Welcome to the Special Events Studio. I am Scott North, Sales Manager for TO Live. I work with private, non-ticketed events coming into our three venues in the City of Toronto. Meridian Hall and the St. Lawrence Centre downtown, Meridian Arts Centre uptown. We are back after hiatus and rebooting to the original intent of this podcast. We will tell the stories belonging to the players in the event industry, how they got started, their journeys with stops along the way, their tales of the interesting, exciting, and captivating elements of the event world. Welcome to the Special Event Studio. Well, we are, we're back. The Special Event Podcast. Sorry, the Special Event Studio Podcast. It's been so long, I forgot the name. Uh, we are back today. Uh, we're, we're, we already did one, one episode in our Season 2 series. We're back today with a special guest for the 22nd episode. We have joining us Bob Clark, who is the general manager at Jackson Events. Bobby, good to have you aboard. Mr. North, thank you very much. I just want to, uh, you know, why did it take so long? Number 22, I mean, well, I would, okay. I would have hoped I would have been in the top 10, maybe top 15, but I'll take top 25. I guess that's not bad. There you go. And you, you got you got to consider that, you know, at some point in the uh, history of this podcast, we're going to have 500 podcasts. So when we think about it in that term, you know, 22 is not bad. And we Pretty had good. to we had to do your boss before yes. you. And yeah, so Andrew Jackson, they're, they're, that's the Jackson events. Andrew Jackson is the president of Jackson events and, and Bobby's boss. Also, full disclosure, I call him Bobby. Uh, Bobby and I go way back. Uh, we, we went to school together. We lived together at school. We lived together in our first jobs. Um, so we're buddies, but, but we just like when we started with Andrew way back at the start of the first season, we needed a friendly to start off with. And so we needed a friendly to start off with Bobby. And that's, that's why we got you. Yeah. 30, Um, 30 plus years. I was telling uh, your producer before this. So and and thank you for pointing that out. Let's let's make sure we we do not forget Wakfun Yukobo. Wakfun at a very young age decided to come to Canada from Nigeria. I I can't imagine ever doing that. I I give her the highest of props for doing so, and she's thriving in Canada. She's doing great at our job. She's our social media specialist, but she's also the producer of the podcast. She's a producer of our YouTube series. Uh, she she does stuff for like marketing department and the and the digital signage. She's awesome. Uh, she's been with us for, I don't know, eight years or eight months. I can't remember which. Um, she takes care of us technically, makes sure everything's on the up and up. And the only problem that we had technically before this thing is me because I am like a three-year-old. Uh, so, Bobby, let's, let's, let's get started. So, we, this is, we tell the stories, uh, you know, it's the stories of people in the event industry. And now everybody, everybody has events. You know that the definition for events is something that happens, actually. That's what it is. So everybody's involved with events. I, I kind of break it down to the event industry is anybody that, that has ever heard of MPI or ILEA or for their long terms, it's Meeting Planners International or International Live Events Association, two associations. If you've heard of those or you're a member of them, you're in the event industry. Um, if you haven't, you're in the event world. I know you have. You are in yeah. the event industry. So General Manager Jackson Events, just before I get started with your story, what, what's Jackson Events do? Well, Jackson Events, we're uh, we're kind of a two pronged approach. We're we're event full service event management company, so we'll do uh, full or just bits and pieces to support um, corporate and charity events. Uh, then we're also uh, kind of unique that we're uh, had started off. We're a celebrity appearance 
organization. So we do a lot of work with uh, athletes. Um, you know, hockey still is number one, even though the raps kind of bowed out to uh, last night. So, uh, but, you know, hockey with some of the, the greats of, uh, you know, whether it's the Wendell Clarks, Dale Howard, just over to my shoulder, Bobby Orr and Dale Howard, Chuck. And, you know, so we put them in and then we also run events with celebrities. Uh, so we're kind of a unique company. Um, and, you know, uh, we're a small group of five, but we're dynamic and executing planning and we love creating events. And it's a, it's a real, uh, it's a real fun job. So, so, okay. I, I, I want to get, uh, you know, somebody's coming down to, to Meridian hall, for instance, the corporate, uh, TD banks having a town hall. They want to have a speaker. They want to have a sports related speaker. You guys can set up, set them up in that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And really what we work is one of the things that we pride ourselves on and how I Andrew set the company up was that we're not exclusive with uh, anyone. So a lot of people say, well, who's on your roster? Well, we really don't have a roster. We've got people that we've got great relationships with, um, but really we work for the client and find out a, you know, what, what are they looking for? Uh, what's the messaging they're trying to get across? What's the demographic that's going to be there? Um, you know, one of the funnest uh, parts of the, the, my job is go out and finding who that that speaker is so if, you know we had a uh, a uh, high tech company that was doing cloud uh, security and I was like yeah I know nothing about this other than that it exists and you know with some research and you know we got the ex CIO of the White House uh, Teresa Payton was the lady's name this was about five years ago and built a, you know she's phenomenal and the client was like overwhelmed like, how'd you get her it's like well just go out and do some research <laughs> from um, speakers uh, you know people that have done speaking things and you know it, uh, it it was great so it's it's not just athletes by far we do a lot of work with athletes but we always get uh, love the the challenge of finding that next or unique or somebody that's going to tie into the topic and and the theme of uh, the event that uh, the client's putting on so you know. That's awesome, man. I did. I I really I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but so so okay. You source out you source out a speaker that works for the the you know to achieve the objective objective that the client wants. But you if if need be, you would also if a company you know they wanted an outside uh, agency so to speak to run their entire event, you'd do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, any to speak, you know, hey, anytime we can do everything for the client, that's great. Uh-huh. Um, we realize that a lot of places they either had some maybe a potential in-house person that would handle uh, some responsibilities. So we work alongside with their staff um, or work alongside with other uh, other event companies. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to say that we can do one hundred percent of the things. So we'll have to work jointly with other companies and. And uh, to execute to the the satisfaction level of the client or the, the common goal, so um, certainly capable, uh, depending on what the size. But you know, it was no different if we uh, work with on-site people, like with your staff, if we were doing something at Meridian Hall, and and call upon the experts. And that's uh, I think one of the big thing in the event business is is being honest with your client and 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 telling them what the true capabilities are or what we do is just full disclosure is to say, Hey, we're going to handle this, but we also have a partner that's 10 times better doing travel or allocated with the assets to put a thousand people to Brazil type thing. We're going to uh, bring them as part of the team and, you know, and bring them in because they're experts with it. So, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's the, it's to the benefit of the client. Uh, right. 
is, is kind of the, the mentality that we use. Absolutely. And I, I know, I know that of you, I know that of, of the company and that's, that's the same with us. Like I, I'm the, so we have Marine Hall, Marine Arts Center and St. Lawrence Center. And if some, if a potential client comes in and they say, and, and actually there was one recently, they wanted to do, uh, and, and, anyway, the moral of my story is we're not going to, you're not going to tell a client that you'll do something for them when you know that it's not in their best interest. You're there for the no. be, in the best interest of the client. No, no. From speakers, you know, that's how I always say, you know, with the celebrities of uh, I'll give you the good, bad and the ugly on on it because you're going to find out anyways. Right. So uh, yeah. if said celebrity has, you know, I don't know, of you know, had something negative in the news they're, they're going to find out. So I'd rather tell you up front and let's address it. You know, a lot of cases is the internet has um, falsely or misappropriately reported on things. And, you know, they only hear the bad thing. They don't hear, you know, that, oh, that actually was incorrect what was reported. And, you know, that could potentially tarnish, uh, you know, said celebrity. And, you know, we take it actually personal because a lot of the if we work with someone, we gain a relationship, whether we have done it once or twice, you know, that was formed from, from day one when, when the organization was formed as, as to build relationships, be on site, um, you know, and, and work for the client, but make sure that everything goes smoothly with uh, um, the celebrities. And, you know, uh, there's been some people that have been falsely accused of even minor things, but we, we, I, I take it almost personal. It's like, you know, kind of shake your head and say, no, you, you don't know this person. That's not their character. That's not what they've done. They, you know, you know, unfortunately, uh, there is fake news out there and we try to, uh, you know, try to move past it more or less, but you know, it, the good, bad, and the ugly be upfront with them. And also, you know, there's, uh, in, from the athlete world, you know, everybody wants a keynote. What's a keynote? Well, you know, what's the messaging you want to get across? We, we, we push, there's some people that are, are very well known, but are better off doing, you know, moderated Q and A's and you're going to get the messaging. You're going to keep it online. And, you know, so we always put our uh, two cents in, I'll, I'll say, because we, we do care about the relationship with the celebrity. We only want to put them in situations where they're going to uh, excel and we're not going to put somebody in just to make a dollar. Uh, a lot of our clients are, what we call one-time, uh, once-a-year clients. That they do this event. They they come and rent out Meridian Hall and bring their staff in and have a, a guest note, a keynote speaker, um, and they call upon us every year to do that. So that that's fine. Of course, we'd like to do it two times a year, but um, you know, every year is fine. And we'll we'll bring in. Okay, this year we had this person. Next year, let's do this. What's with your theme? And and really try to 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 knock it out of the park every time is is the goal. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that, and that's, that was my point with that. Like we're, we're suppliers in the event industry. Well, I'm a, I'm a venue supplier. You're, you're a, a services supplier and yeah. it is completely in our best interest to, to make sure that we do everything possible that the client meets their objective. And, yeah. at, and at times there's clients out there thinking that, yeah, we're just out to make a buck. No, no, it, that, that doesn't do anything. If you're making a buck and that client is leaving because they didn't hit their objective, and they're telling all their friends in the industry and it does, does nothing. So we, yeah. well, spe as in especially on the venue side, uh, Scott is, you know, where, where do we get, you know, to find out about different events or what's better is through our, um, you know, we need to be the, the experts, the subject matter experts, but 
we know what what venues will work or we work with the people at those venues to say you know i i just got off from a major hotel uh chain that are struggling with staffing right now in toronto and oh yeah you know they're they're hey bob like it's gonna be tough and i was like all right so what are my options what else can we do like the the event's going may 5th like it's only in a couple of days um what do we need to do but we need you need to work with everybody be um you know i say kind of say be full transparency at the end of the day is going to make the best so whether it's with the venue the the client everything is uh, you know one of the best parts of events is everybody's like oh it's great great event was no stress, didn't see anything. Everybody had smiles on all day long. Well, yeah, that that's the front we're going to put on, like in the back or, you know, the, the back of the house, uh, you know, it could be a complete mess up, but Chaos. the show was going on. And that, that's the part at the end of the event, we just kind of go, oh my God. And, yeah. and you know, as event people and, and running venues and doing that, like that's, you know, that's kind of the, wow, we did it uh, without the client really knowing there was any issue is, is yeah. and learn from it at the end of the day of what, what occurred, but absolutely. Um, yeah. Those, those never, are never let, the, never, never let them the see client, you sweat, right? Like, that's yeah. the words right out of my <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Finishing my words. You see that Kobe? Uh, that's how long we've known each other. So, okay, Bobby, I, uh, now just bef before I get into a couple questions where you're going to tell us your kind of, your, not your, your story. So, yeah. You're, we're back. We're are we are we out of the pandemic? Are you, you, how, how's business? Yeah, uh, God, I hope we're out of it. But my my honest is is uh, we're cautiously moving forward with a lot of things. Uh, corporate and 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 charitable uh, events are cautiously moving forward. We're busy right now. The phone is ringing off the hook. People want to do things. They want to get out there. The events that we have done have gone very well um and no um no outbreaks reported from them so you know um i i really think this summer is going to be we need to get through this and uh you know then hopefully by the fall that we'll be back into kind of more normal things from the event side of it but from our side a lot of people are, you know, haven't done much for two years, as you know. And, you know, so A, the budgets are there. Uh, they want to do it. People are excited to go and do it. I think they're still just being a little cautious as to who wants to be first out doing it, right? As, especially on the charity side, it's like, you know, they they're, don't want to be first out. But a couple that have gone through, um, they've been successful and haven't had any, um, you know, negative feedback from an outbreak or, or things like that. So... You know, we're uh, we're we're trying to be remain optimistic and uh, and push forward of of getting things uh, going. In All right. Okay. Good. Good to know. about get good to get a glimpse of Jackson Events. Uh, yeah. Great. Great company. I, I know that uh, firsthand. I've helped the guys out a few times. Uh, they they do a great job. Um, but okay, let's let's talk a little bit more about Bob Clark. Um, so, where did it all start? Where'd you grow up? Uh, grew up in uh, West Side Toronto, Mississauga Park Credit area. Um, you know, went uh, loved it there. Um, moved out to went went to school at Durham College, where where you and I met. We're, we're roommates, uh, and then um, you know met met a girl from the East Side of Toronto, and she said she would never go to the other side of Yonge Street. So uh, been out on the East Side uh, ever since, and. Um, most of my family, my brother's still in the West End, but uh, 
most of the families kind of moved out of Mississauga now anyways. And uh, so there's not really much connection back to the old hood. Mississauga, eh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay, when you're, you're growing up, what do you want to do for a living? Well, with a name like Bobby Clark and as a hockey player, I wanted to play for the Philadelphia Flyers, not the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, had I have the, as I like to say, I got the same name for the hockey fans. I don't have the same game. I'll be, a, I tried to be a dirty hockey player. I was pretty good at that, you know. Um, but uh, no, I mean, growing up, Toronto, I was a Leaf fan, but also because of the name kind of affiliated with the Philadelphia Flyers and, and wanted to be a hockey player. Yeah, I, I, uh, I do. I must tell a story. Uh, a buddy of mine, Uh-oh. his name is Darcy, Darcy McEachern. Um, you know, we, we hung out a lot and, and, you know, probably more, more towards when we first started hanging out. And I, I mentioned, you know, I was like, yeah, uh, doing something with Bobby Clark. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to a concert or a ball game or a hockey game or something. And uh, so I, I talked about this a few times. And then, and then so I, I, he, he knew another guy better than I. And so he's like, he's really hanging out with Bobby Clark. All he's talking about Bobby Clark all the time. The guy says, no, it's his buddy from college. So he, <laughs> Darce will never let me live that one down. But to us. And, and, and to this day, if the name Bobby Clark is brought up, like they, they, Darcy rides me, buddy. Yeah, Bobby Clark. Especially, especially when they finally met me and go, yeah, that's not the same guy. Now we're yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. I, I, uh, Bobby is, uh, you know, he, former athlete, uh, didn't you, didn't you go to an Allen, Allen Cup in, in senior yeah. A hockey? Yeah, so um, I, did, I did play, um, didn't play any major junior, but did play, uh, you know, competitive hockey all the way going up. Played, made, uh, I went to two Allen Cups with uh, London Admirals. We lost in the finals to Truel back in, I think it was like 96, and then went the next year, thought we had a better team. We had loaded up, and we got our butts kicked by the, uh, the big boys out west. They just uh, completely manhandled us. We were... I think it was like two or three games that we were done. So, but it was a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun as a to play senior hockey out in Western Canada. Um, it is really, uh, still is a big, uh, big thing. Allen Cup is, uh, you know, Don Cherry used to cover it every year. As to, uh, you know, so that was uh, from the ice side of things. It was my uh, pinnacle of my career. And then, and then, did you did you not win a Canadian championship in ball hockey as well? Yeah, actually, ball. I had more success uh, in the arena on the floor than I did in the arena on the ice. Uh, actually, won three Canadian championships uh, with the Fernview Rangers in Toronto. We were uh, one of, I think, the okay. first team to win three consecutive. The boys will like that. And actually, um, was lucky enough won a world championship for Team Canada at the inaugural World Championships. Um, which I just reminded an ex NHL player today because he won one. Like a couple of years after, Alexander Burroughs, who's now assistant coach of the Montreal Canadiens, was uh, texting with him. And I said, hey, we have something in common <laughs> to, to try to hook him into uh, coming to an event with us. So, but yeah, when so we, ball wait, hockey. Uh, Fern, Fernview Rangers in Toronto, I remember going to the games and that. And, and, and that was when we we lived together. We, we lived together at school. And then after school, we lived together when we first started our jobs. Yeah. That was then. I, yeah. But what you won three Canadian championships and yeah. consecutive yeah. in a world that would, that would have been when we were living together. I for, I forgot about two of them. Yeah. Yeah. What, no, what, we won, we won three in a row, which we were the first team. Like ball hockey was huge in, in Toronto, especially it was, was a lot of ex players actually like, like Stevie Thomas and Billy Durlego back old Leafs. They, they used to play in the off season. You'd never see it now, but imagine 
seeing Connor McDavid stroll into the rink. But uh, yeah, we were the first to win three in a row. And then there came some great powerhouses after us, a team called Midnight Express from Toronto, Brampton area. Uh, they ended up in a team from Montreal also knocked it out for like, I get a, I want to say they might've won five, six, seven in a row, like just killed our record. But, uh, and they were dying to my teams. I remember going after I quasi retired, went and watched and I was like, thank God we did it then boys. Cause I'm not sure we would have been able to beat them. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a great sport. I played a little bit of lacrosse growing up. So I was always indoor in arenas anyways. And then just my brother and my cousins uh, all played. So I was like, you know, wanted to go play with uh, with some some family. And it became kind of our summer thing. As, and then it just grew and grew and grew. So, And I got to, uh, quite honestly, through ball hockey, A, met a lot of people, great networking, but got to see all of Canada. Of, like we would travel to these, you know, got to go to St. John's, Newfoundland for the first time for ball hockey championships. You know, <laughs> That's Vancouver, quite the town. Edmonton. Hey. Let me tell you, best place in Canada to go. But make sure you go I, between July and August because uh, any other time, you may never get in or out because of the weather conditions to get in. But the people of, of Newfoundland are, uh, are, are one of a kind. It's, uh, they, you know, they made the, the, um, the Broadway show about it. If you didn't see it, was you know, when 9-11 happened. It was, they, they truly define, they would give you the shirt off the back even if they, mm-hmm. uh, if they, you know, if they even couldn't afford to, it's it an unbelievable place. I love, I'm not going there this year because of COVID they've canceled the event. So it's two years in a row, but it is a highlight on my calendar to make sure that uh, we're back for the heart well, and stroke hockey heroes weekend is, and, is the event that we annually do out there. And I, I, uh, my, I've been in, in St. John's Newfoundland a few times through my old job hockey uh, but the last time I was there, I said before that I've helped out their company and I, and they, they needed some help. So I went out there for, for a yeah. weekend for this hockey tournament. And, and yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's, it's a, it's an unbelievable, it's a one of a kind place yeah. to go and a lot of fun. We had a lot of yeah. fun there. Yeah. Uh, so, so at your athlete, your athlete growing up, um, cause, uh, you you, you, played, you did, you played beach volleyball, you played volleyball in school. I think you guys yeah. won something when we were in school. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't have any hockey, so uh, uh, you know, six foot three, a uh, little slider back then, and went and played uh, uh, too slight to play basketball. Not very good at it either, and so uh, played volleyball. We won a gold medal at Durham College, a small, small school then, but uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. And and I know that your bride uh, played volleyball and 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 fastball athlete yeah. as well. I know that your kids are. I ran into your daughter Cassidy at uh, Durham College, yeah. uh, our our alma mater. Cassidy's now coaching volleyball. She is. She's assistant coach. Been uh, she's been there two years. She played for four years. Had a great career. Um, you know that she uh, got a job right out of school. She's a law clerk down at a law, large law firm, Castles in in Toronto, and uh, she's coaching. Uh, Assistant coach got Tony Clark, who's no relation, but a great head coach brought her on. She's been part of the uh, OVA uh, mentor program, so she does aspire to be uh, a head coach at a you know probably a, a, a secondary or or institution down the road. She's certainly learning and taking, and 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 really enjoys staying a part of the game that way. And my other daughter uh, just won bronze medal this past weekend at 17U. Uh, she plays for DRVC. Um, you know, great player. Uh, it's got a 
as you know, volleyball, right? As volleyball, we're a vo- we are full on volleyball. My wife, like we have volleyball, volleyball. Like our parents, are, our our friends are like, yeah, enough volleyball. Let's talk about something else because no one really is is a big volleyball yeah. fan. But uh, yeah, yeah. I so. did play, I did play volleyball in high school. But that 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 was it. <laughs> but but Bobby, do you, do you go watch your daughter coach volleyball? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Not for and, all that, buddy. I I, I, I would do that. As, as my wife said, you're supporting your child. And I was like, I've supported her. I'm supporting her financially still. How's that for support? <laughs> um, but, uh, and mainly why we do it is, is A, we enjoy the game. B, we still are friends with uh, the other kids on the team that she would have played with. And, uh, and it's our alma mater. So both of us played there. So we, we've kind of got back into, uh, you know, uh, give a little plug. Durham College runs great uh, athletic programs. It's certainly grown since uh, you and I attended. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. And Ken Babcock is uh, the gentleman. He's done a phenomenal job with all the facilities and, you know, and what they get. And, they, and the co- it's it's really is a first run uh, college. Uh, so I highly I, recommend Highly I worked for Ken Babcock way back then at the at the uh, athletic complex. The athletic complex is a different beast now. Yeah, it's un, it's unbelievable. And when I ran into Cassidy there, my daughter was playing basketball there, and I did go to the the main desk, which is it's un, it, it's the oh. the place is just awesome. Yeah, and I asked yeah, for Ken, and, Ken and, and, and only growing. Ken's got great great plans, and he's he's fully invested in it. So give a lot of credit to him and his staff, Mike Duggan, another guy there. But um, yeah, it's a uh, and it was a great, a great experience for her. So we'll see. Uh, I don't think my second daughter is going to be going there. She's got aspirations for some other stuff. So, but we'll see. Awesome. It's awesome. in that recruiting time frame now because she's uh, just finishing grade eleven. So we'll see what happens. Okay, she so got one one year of high year. school left, eh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay, now what? So you went to Durham College. Uh, mm-hmm. Might I assume that you took something event related at Durham College? Well, like, are you trying to be an event uh, general manager yeah. of an event company? Well, they did. I'm not sure they really had event true stuff back then. But, you know, since I didn't uh, didn't make it as a hockey player, I thought, well, let's go into sports administration, sports management. Um, and, and a lot of that was based around truly events. We did a lot of stuff learning in, in, in there. So there was a, a certain um, connection to it, whether it be from the administrative side point. But uh, went in there and. Uh, out of school, was working for a couple of sport-related companies. One was a institutional sporting goods company, and uh, was nice because got a lot of good, good uh, product demo stuff and discounts on sporting goods as uh, as young guy. And then worked for like a, a pro license apparel uh, for a couple of years, and then um, you know, unfortunately, with a lot in the sports business and even in the man event event management, is that. Um, you know, from a young guy I wanted to be more aggressive is now married and, you know, I bought a house. I was like, I need to make some money here, pay the bills. And um, an old contact uh, from ball hockey um, uh, hired me to be in sales in the transportation industry and thus left the sports sporting event business and, and spent about almost 20 years in the transportation and, and loved it. Um, grew from the ground up, uh, you know, worked for some, large companies like Pure Later and uh, Dan Ross and had, um, you know, middle management, uh, director of sales type jobs and, and enjoyed it very, um, it was 
even though it wasn't sports, it was very sporty. It was uh, back then when I started, it was a very male dominated. It's it's now uh, thankfully changed. It's uh, it's certainly uh, uh, you know it has grown. Um, and then really at kind of my I'll say I call my midlife crisis it was like I, I want to do something that I'm really passionate about. I want to do something for the rest of my life that I enjoy going to work every day. And and uh, so it wasn't Jackson events. It is now Jackson, but. I went and took a job with a log home company as director of sales and marketing. Oh yeah, and <laughs> sorry, uh, director director of sales and marketing. Yeah, for and uh, for a log, log home, home true, true North Log Homes, great company, great great product. Anybody looking to build a log home, it is the best technology in the world. Um, my wife made it very clear once we had moved up and started laying that there was not a hope in that she was moving to Bracebridge, Ontario. So. That was a bit of a challenge, and uh, and then really uh, we agreed after almost a year that we should probably move on, and and then that's when I found uh, I'd gone back as as you introduced me to Andrew Jackson, and we had talked a lot, and then helped him out as as you had on on the side type thing, and and then just uh, right time, right place, his company was growing, and uh, you know joined, uh, geez, almost. Uh, close to 12 years, I think it's almost 12 years now. Uh, and um, I've loved it, you know, from day one is, uh, I it might say Jackson, and he wouldn't be upset for me saying this, uh, might say Jackson events on the door, but I, I truly consider it uh, mine. And I, he allows me to, uh, to be that entrepreneurial and kind of run it um, like it's, it's mine. And, and that goes for our entire team. So when you get something like that and you enjoy doing it, enjoy working with the clients that we do, you know, uh, you know, fringe benefit, absolutely get to meet, you know, some of my hockey, you know, heroes that, uh, at the end of the day, they're, they're no different really in a lot of ways as, as you and I, and, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's business and it's uh, the, the sport business and event business is uh, it, it is enjoyable. It's uh, it's not nine to five, but uh, I enjoy that now. If, you know, you, you work, we, we live by the work hard, play hard mentality. And, you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and I, I have to point out too, because people will think this and, and, and I don't, a lot of people out there know or not know. I, I started my career when Bobby and I were living together in, at Overly Boulevard in Toronto there at that, at the, with the National Hockey League at the Hockey Hall of Fame. And, and then, uh, so, so it worked about 15 years in hockey. But it changed, yeah, we, we grew up playing the game and, and we grew up idolizing these people, but it changes you when it's your, when it's your job, when it's your career. Yeah. Um, it, Yes, there's still a little bit of you deep down that you you, you know you, you used to idolize this person, but you ha- you can't you have to be in a professional relationship yeah. with the person, so you, that kind of gets set, you know, that's left at the door as you come in, kind of thing, correct? Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, it is business, and and you know, it's just more of uh, you, I, I don't think you can be as much as you know, uh, you're in awe and going, oh my god, that's Bobby, or uh, you know, type of thing. Hey. I got a job to do and it, it involves working with and doing things with, you know, if that's the scenario of, you know, but what I've found is, you know, they want to be treated just as anybody else would want to be treated. They don't, you know, the, the, especially the, the, the athletes in Toronto, I don't know if the Canadian rubs off on them, but um, you know, everybody loves to be known as, as a, as a celebrity, but when, the way that the, they're, they want to be treated is just to be treated like a, a, 
a decent human um, really allows for that to to step over and then then you, you step aside and go wow that geez that Bobby Orr or Wendell Clark or whomever it is I honestly don't have any bad to say about any no, I wouldn't anyways but you know uh, <laughs> the but they're, they're, yeah. every one has been a has been a great uh, interaction so it, I, mean, I, I must say like, because uh, I uh, and and you you'll agree with me hockey hockey guys are are some of the best you know yeah. you, you've, you've worked in other sports and that and uh yeah hockey guys they're they're some of the best yeah and that's where i will say that that's the that's a canadian thing you know that's the, yeah. the one thing and yeah but that's not you know some of my uh my favorites though are are not canadian are not canadian and not hockey players are uh you know you know pinball pinball clemens as much as i call him and and you know as a canadian but yeah, he's the one of the best humans in this world. Of and if you ever, there's nobody that would That's, honestly say would have a bad word about that man. Of you know, just the the infectious smile, the energy, and the, the his genuine, you know. And he remembers your name. Like I've only met him a half dozen times in my life, and it's hey Bob, how are you? And it's like no one's prompting him. He's like, I said, like, how the hell does he remember me? You know, type thing. But you know, when you meet people like that, it really brings a. a you know, special bond of uh, special, uh, you know, relationship that you, that you get to share with these people. So for sure. And, and, and remembering a name is, is, a is an art and, and such a, a skill, you know, the, the best sounding word to anybody out there is the sound of their own name. And so if somebody yeah. can remember it, particularly somebody that meets millions of people and it's a celebrity, then that that's awesome. Yeah. But okay. So, so Jackson Vance, 12, 12 years now, pandemic uh like did, did you did you stay you staying were you working the whole time or anything changed in the pandemic yeah no it, it was tough let's uh, be tough uh, certainly was uh we were doing our best as to stay connected with our clients we did we had to become uh experts at virtual events we were doing virtual watch games virtual uh you know uh Wendell uh, whiskey with Wendell, uh, you know, uh, things with Lanny McDonald and Yvonne Conway. And so it was, it was certainly, we were just trying to stay busy. Um, it did come down to the point where I, I had to make a decision with COVID. I, I did leave. It was, I thought it was a great opportunity. Went and worked with the, uh, the Oshawa generals for a very brief time. Um, you know, it was always been a dream of mine to work for a true hockey team. Um, you know, so it, it was it was a great opportunity. It was a, it's a great organization. It was very very short, as it was. Uh, as it turns out, it, just as I had accepted it, the world started to open, and you know, Andrew was able to come back and say, "Come on, let's uh, let's get this back going. Let's get get this the, the old team back together." Type thing, and. Uh, Unfortunately, I, I, this is, this is, I love it here. This is, uh, I didn't want to, you know, make any decisions, had to for, for personal reasons. And, uh, but when it was, the doors were open and the opportunity, um, was presented back, um, I came running. <laughs> so it was, right uh, it was, it was, it was hard to do, extremely hard to do. I've left other organizations because to, for the betterment, this was survival. And so when things were able to come back, it was, uh, it was nice to 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 come home all, all as uh, awesome. Kind of all, yeah, meant meant to be then, eh? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I I think yeah. he thinks the same way, but 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I will. I grew up with Andrew. Uh, we, we've been buddies for for life. So I'll, um, I'm going to call him after this and see if he if he thinks he, the same, Bobby. He's. I, I keep kind of going because his office down the hall. He's off. He's just recovering from COVID. He's had a. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, he, but he's good. He he was going to come in the office. I said, Hey, how about we just give it one more day here? <laughs> yeah. I'll see you Monday. Let's let's see him. So, but. Uh, and it sees that 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 pesky, pesky yeah, old yeah, COVID. Yeah, but no, good. My mother was just, is recovering. Well, so it's really gone through. But uh, fortunately enough, nothing severe. All just uh, you know, kind of tough head colds is what everybody's describing it as. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think it's inevitable that we're all gonna. It's it's it's. I said to some friends uh, this week is. Can I pick when I get it though? When I got like a quiet week, I don't want to get it when we've got, you know, can you imagine, you know, I'm looking at my schedule going like next week would be good to get it. It's kind of slow. And, you know, for the next three weeks after that, it's like, I, we, I need to be on site at events and things like that. So, you know, it's almost like, you know, I wish it was be get infected and then you're good. But as we all know, it's uh, that's not the case. So, so just keep practicing Social distancing, <laughs> masking, I'm a, I'm a fan of, so. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, Bobby, what's, what's, the, what's the craziest event story that you can share? And I know there's probably a lot of crazy ones. Can't, and so, okay, crazy, can, you know, you know, some, yeah, some, uh, you, you had, you, like, if you had to do an event last minute that because of some, like, we, we had to do something one time, uh, uh, the weekend, you know, the band, the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were playing Massey Hall, but they 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 couldn't fit uh, the, what they what they were getting, and and it was overnight that they came and played two shows at uh, what was then the Sony Center, and yeah. it, they were awesome. Uh, the yeah. show was awesome, crazy crazy following though. I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, but but anyway, something like that, like so last minute they had to do or or star studded event that you that you ran or crazy yeah. event. Uh, Crazy. There, there's probably one I should not. I, I won't talk about because. Okay. Uh, yes. No. I. I'll, I I'll say this because you know this guy also, and, and I, I is is if if you Gord Stellick and I are together, ask Gord Stellick about the event that I threw him in as an MC. That okay. is a crazy story that is not meant for a lot of years. But but uh, last second ones. events. Yeah, we get uh, a lot of calls for how long should it? You know. Oh, will it be available? As I, yeah, we could pull that off. Like, you know, it's, you know, I think it's because relationships uh, that you're able to, A, if it's celebrity based, if, hey, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll call them right now. Like, you know, I always say to my friends, if you ever get a hold of this phone, you know, the amount of contacts in here that people would love to have from, from just hockey world, um, you know, I think I'll go to one of the, we like to, you know, pump our chest about or brag a bit is the, the NHL hired us, uh, for their top 100 program that they did a few years ago. And uh, it, it was a major feather in our cap as to working alongside the NHL with their, uh, you know, with, with their alumni team and where we helped coordinate. It was half the program took place in Toronto as part of the outdoor game with Detroit. Then the other half was out in LA. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll tell, I, I love telling the story. So I'm certain you can't tell here. I'm six foot three, but 250 pounds, pretty big guy, only getting bigger, unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm standing in there in the green room behind Steen, uh, behind the stage uh, with the top 100 players of all time in the NHL. And 
in this room, I'm like now I'm starstruck. Gratsky, Messier, you know, top one hundred. That's the Cornwayer, like you know, or uh, and then there's the new players like Crosby, who you know we, we mainly deal with the, the retired players. Crosby, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, and they're and and they're they're actually they're not I wouldn't say Sid's little, but they're little compared to me or shorter. They're a lot better shape, anyways. The three of them are standing there and Patrick Kane goes and he's just in awe looking up at the sky and I'm kind of, and we're handing out these black jackets that they're wearing. And uh, um, he goes, look at the size of him. And I looked at, well, there's Eric Lind and Eric Lindros and, and they're going, he goes, I would never even go anywhere near the corner to go into the corner, you know, to go near Eric. And Eric, Eric's, Eric makes me look small as big, big man. He's big teddy bear though he does great great work with uh with charity but it was just amazing to be in that circle to hear you know the way that they talk to each other and you know the friendships that you know the wars that they had on ice all these uh, top 100 but friendships that they have and respect that they have for each other off the ice but you know that was an amazing event the whole week uh, uh it was kind of bad planning on andrew and i we had spent i think i, I should gotta get this right we spent like six nights in Vegas with a client doing golf and dinners and some fun gambling. And then we drove to LA right at the same time as demonstrations were taking place because Mr. Trump had been elected. We arrived there and uh, I thought, well, LA's given us a nice, uh, you know, 400,000 protesters outside our hotel as we land on the, you know, to run uh, this, this program. So it was a, it was like a three week away from home. Um, you know, LA's, a, I love California. It was phenomenal. My family actually came out. My daughters were able to spend some time out there. Nice. We spent a couple of days afterwards. So that event really sticks out from A, being hired by the NHL to help them with an event, but B, to execute and be around, uh, you know, the top 100 was was uh, phenomenal. And and I, I will say that uh, you guys did uh, one of your, What's what's the charity that you do that's got the that everybody gets a team and and then you get a you get yeah. an any or a the, uh, for Easter sales there we do a lot of work with Easter sales kids with physical disabilities uh, phenomenal charity I I I've made many friends uh, you know fortunate that both my daughters as both your your kids Scotty are are uh, are able and don't have any uh, disability but you know it the one of the things that uh, that you know. They hear a young man, Casey's his name. He's a great guy. We we're, we're call him a friend these days. Said so that, you know, he never got invited to uh, sleepovers or birthday parties because he has cerebral palsy and he uses a walker. Um, some of them are confined to, to uh, utilizing wheelchairs and things like that. And when I heard that, I was just like, wow, like the, the, the most simplest things of not being included and in, in stuff like that really kind of hit home. And, you know, the work that you know, I mentioned, Eric Leonard, Eric runs a, one of these hockey events and, and has fully bought in. Like this guy, he's involved in our meetings. He's out there getting teams and getting uh, sponsors and utilizing his network. So it's it's phenomenal to see that the when the athletes give back. I mean, going to make an appearance and help them make money is, is certainly one thing, one way of doing it. But, you know, walking the walk and talking the talk like Eric Lindros does is, uh, is, is phenomenal in the mouth. The, he's raised in 10 years over $3 million just on his alone. 
and we're actually making some changes and, and improve, uh, you know, expanding it. I certainly improving. It's not the right word, um, but looking to actually, you know, have another 10 year run to make a lot more than $3 million, all uh, for Easter Seals Ontario. So it's, yeah, a lot of our work then there. We do a lot of work with Heart and Stroke Foundation and uh, Make-A-Wish. We're working on a great program right now of, uh, I want to be a rock star and I want to be a hockey player combo at the Royal York in Toronto. Uh, so, you know, when you see these, uh, you know, they're, they're all great causes we do with Princess Margaret uh, with their with their road hockey to conquer cancer. So, you know, uh, there's many, many great causes out there that we try to support and celebrities certainly enjoy being at them. And yeah, and we kind of put it all together. And, and I, I'll I'll give you guys kudos because I mean as you mentioned all of these you do like there you know you're obviously a, you are a for profit company but yeah. you you do all these great causes you, you and you you help them generate all these money that goes to kids like Casey yeah. um, uh, so the Easter Seals that's that that was Lindros one and yeah. I I need to throw out a, a shout out to our VP of development. Um, and and yes. philanthropy, Sandra Belisario. Um, uh, she used she used to work do do that stuff with you, right? Well, and and kudos to Sandra. She I, I don't I don't want to miss a quote, but she was like the leader of getting it off the ground with Andrew and another lady, uh, Charlene. Like they were at the time. Uh, and you're talking about event. So the first event, Andrew had presented some stuff. They had a they had a shortfall in some fundraising. Hey, what can we do? And within seven weeks, they I mean, I was there at the first one, but not not a part of it. But within seven weeks, they put the whole thing together and made money. So, you know, yeah, Sandra, Sandra was uh, seriously involved in the uh, creation and, and, and the first few years. Well, I'll be able to tell Sandra that we mentioned her name on this and she'll be now probably the fifth person that will listen to this along with my mom and dad and, and your mom. My mom, uh, your mom and dad, uh, <laughs> hopefully our, our better halves and, and so, you know, someone else. So, yeah. So you might not be getting anybody buying any business from you, Bobby, from this, but Hey, um, and, and, and I did, I, the segue was for, for, for the Easter sales thing. I think it was one of your first, it was out in Oshawa. I, these guys, knowing these guys, I get a few fringe benefits and, uh, but I, but I get to go along to things like it's, you're, you're raising money for a good cause. And so I, I went out to Oshawa that time and I, these guys introduced me to Eric Lindros. I got a picture with him. I'm, I'm five foot nine. I look like that word I use a lot. I look like a three-year-old beside him. He is a mountain of a man, and yeah. but but a great person. And then just recently, uh, Bobby called me up. I was at an industry event that, luckily, right downtown, and uh, he said, "Hey, uh, uh, do you want to come to the Con Smythe dinner again? Another another big event. That that thing is that was its seventy-first year. That's crazy. But yeah, it's for Easter Seals too, correct? For Easter Seals too, it's the the largest and oldest uh, sports dinner in. In Canada, for sure, maybe North America, but yeah, yeah, that was a great cast. Eric was uh, being honored at that one. Eric yeah. and Joe Carter. Yeah, that was that was a great event. And but yeah. but I get I get the fringe benefits. But uh, part of the conversation when Bobby says, "Hey, Scotty, you want to you want to get over here to the Royal York?" and I said, uh, "Yeah, uh, I'm a seat filler, aren't I?" And he said, "Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody got sick." I said, "Thanks, Bobby, but I'll be there." And it was a great night, fantastic <laughs> yeah. night. Well, as I said right off the hop, like full disclosure, like 
we're too old to lie, Scotty. That's just yes, like, I know. You know and, he, and, and he says, you can stay over. I got, I got, I got a room. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not staying over while I stayed over. Uh, so we had a good night. Old, we had a good old, night. Yeah, well, if we're going to have a couple of beverages, make sure you got a safe way of getting home, right? And then Absolutely. Better, what better way than not go home? And I think both of our wives would probably support that. The funny part. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Our wives have changed over the years. Uh, they don't mind that at all. No, uh, not no. that they did before, but they 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 might have might have uh, enjoyed spending more time with us before. Yeah. But now now they wouldn't mind a break away from us. I yeah, guess. absolutely. So, okay, Bobby, you, you you've been in. You know, we're both uh, you know around the same age and, and been in our careers for around the same time. And you know, you, you've you've done a lot, met a lot of people, uh, had a lot of experiences. Can you give us a, a life lesson that you've le- learned along the way that you'd like to pass on to maybe some of our younger uh, cohorts? Well, uh, hard work pays off uh, is kind of what as uh, one of the things that and I'm trying to instill in in my children and and any in uh, you know of showing up every day and 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 doing a good job and and you know with my my daughter and the. I've said to her, put your hand up if you don't understand something. Um, you know, a- ask questions. Don't be, you know, ask a million questions, but ask some questions, especially if you don't know. And unfortunately, uh, you know, a skill that a lot of people and and, and guilty as charges is is explaining or or giving direction. Uh, I always find is we we think we know what we're trying to get across, but sometimes it certainly doesn't be. Uh, come across that way. So we, I say to young people, we just hired a fantastic young lady, uh, Kennedy, uh, in November. And I said to her, put your hand up. I said, we're busy when we get busy. And that's where little details get dropped off. Put your hand up and ask. So work hard, show up every day. Um, you know, we do live by, again, the work hard, play hard. I said, don't worry, we'll get time off. The, you're going to get more than your time off. Uh, be open up front. And, and if you don't know, put your hand up and let's ask. So, you know, it's kind of a way we, we do things around here because we, we carry many hats. You know, I joke and say, you know, Wednesday's garbage day. Well, we take the garbage out ourselves. It's a small office and we do everything. So, um, you know, like you're going to do multiple things and you don't know how to take the garbage out, put your hand up and ask. So right, right on. And yeah. and I, I will say to to our young friend with us here, Kobe Wackfun, you can take that that uh, advice from Bobby because you know I, I'm not always the best either at explaining things and whatnot. So you please put your hand up. Tell me if uh, you need to know something. But she she does, Bobby. She's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and, and there's there's and there's nothing. There's no sign of. Uh, yeah, it's not a sign of uh, not you know not being smart or or anything. It's actually I think it's the other way around of making sure we're on the same page. And you know I don't want to go down the path of you go all the way down the path and go oh that's not what they were looking for. So, anyways, it's kind of what we uh, we try to run by here. Awesome, awesome. Well, Bob Clark, Bobby as I like to call him. <laughs> hey man, it was uh, it was great to have you on today. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, we're on a nice Friday afternoon, so. I wish you and your family a great weekend. Um, we'll we'll uh, I look forward to getting caught up in the uh, near future and uh, you know maybe having a beer together. Sounds good, Kobe. Thank you very much for the technical smoothness. Once we get once we had him figured out, but thanks, Scott, and uh, <laughs> everybody have uh, enjoy your weekend. Have a great weekend. All right, buddy. Take, Take care. care.